Dr. Tammy Sorensen. Welcome to my exciting new holistic health podcast, Living with Ease. Living with Ease is designed to encourage and equip listeners with tools for living and releasing ease into the midst of all the dis-ease that continually bombards our atmospheres, lives, circumstances, and the culture we find ourselves navigating. Each week on Monday mornings and Thursday afternoons, I will share a new episode of Living with Ease that includes a new holistic frequency-infused instrumental piece specific to releasing ease into the dis-ease. My website, soundexpressions.net, contains all of the credentials and life experiences that have culminated, converged, and propelled me into living with ease. My music is available via digital distribution and streaming, as well as at tammysornson.com backslash music. The word love has become such a distorted and ambiguous word in the culture in which we now live. Today's episode is going to focus on that very topic, and it's entitled, Teach Me the Sound of Love. How do we teach children to intimately know the depths of our Heavenly Father's love? Especially when, as parents, we are on a daily journey of inquiry and discovery into the infinite and unconditional depths of His love ourselves. Especially when some have experienced earthly fathers who did not understand or model our Heavenly Father's love well, simply because of their own earthly fathers not modeling it well for them. At some juncture, generational issues must be confronted with a line drawn in the sand, a generational plumb line, where all of the curses end and all of the blessings begin to flow again through us, where our ceiling becomes a new floor on behalf of our children being the conduits for connecting the love of heaven's atmosphere on earth. We are the generation called to stop the curses, the injustices, the lack, the years of wandering around in the wilderness, and the divisiveness on so many levels in a multitude of areas, We are the generation called to be the ones who allow our Heavenly Father to manifest His restoration and the flow of His infinite love and blessings through our generational lines. His story has always been about love, and it will always be about love because Jehovah God is love. His story is about love made manifest. Jesus came to teach and demonstrate exactly what agape love should think, talk, look, and act like. We must possess the revelation of the incredible love of our Heavenly Father through His Son within us in order to love Him wholeheartedly, in order to love others well, and in order to love ourselves. It really is that simple. Jesus summed it up for us in Mark 12, verses 30 and 31. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul or your life, and with all your mind, your thought, and your understanding, and with all your strength. This is the second. You shall unselfishly love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. 1 Corinthians 13 is the most prolific teaching available on the language of love. Love is demonstrated through words that encourage, edify, exhort, and comfort in conjunction with intentional actions 
that tangibly demonstrate the love of Christ living in and through us. The message translation states it best. If I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, I'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. If I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day, and if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and it jumps, but I don't love, I'm nothing. If I give everything I owe to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. Love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut, doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself on others, isn't always me first, doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others, doesn't revel when others grovel, takes pleasure in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, trusts God always, always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. Love never dies. Inspired speech will be over someday. Praying in tongues will end. Understanding will reach its limit. We know only a portion of the truth and what we say about God is always incomplete. But when the complete arrives, our incompletes will be canceled. When I was an infant at my mother's breast, I gurgled and cooed like an infant. When I grew up, I left those infant ways for good. We don't yet see things clearly. We're squinting in a fog, peering through a mist. But it won't be long before the weather clears and the sun shines bright. We'll see it all then, see it all clearly as God sees us, knowing him directly just as he knows us. But for now, until that completeness, we have three things to do to lead us toward that consummation. Trust steadily in God, hope unswervingly, love extravagantly, and the best of the three is love. We must equip this generation to walk in a true revelation of a loving God who is love personified, to love others and to love ourselves, being other-centered in love himself. The power of that love can only be rooted and grounded in loving the one who first loved us. We must teach our legacies to love extravagantly, devoid of critical, judgmental spirits, religious theological doctrinal disputes, political viewpoints, humanistic and progressive cultural agendas, etc. Yes, Jehovah God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, his word is truth and does not change. Yet Jesus clearly demonstrated the standard. Jesus decreed in John 8, 7, and Paul in both Romans 2, 4, and 3, 10, that the Father's loving kindness alone leads to repentance. We are all born into sin and all are in need, every one of us, of our Heavenly Father's mercy, grace, and forgiveness. Extravagant love releases Holy Spirit to be the one who alone convicts us of choices that align with the will, the heart, and the word of our Heavenly Father. The love of Christ reveals and empowers the way. Repentance is about a change of direction. Jesus demonstrated a better way to do life, and repentance is about saying yes 
to living the life he demonstrated. We must teach our children to love others as ourselves in thought, word, and in action from the onset of their earliest years. We must also equip them with the boundaries of kingdom love. When we truly love others, this does not mean we allow them to repeatedly mistreat us, verbally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually, as at the core of this mindset is a lack of agape love for ourselves. Jesus himself instructed his disciples to dust their shoes off where they were not received. Equipping the generations to discern their own love language as well as the love languages of others is a powerful means of teaching them to express love in action. Gift giving, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service and devotion, and physical touch. How incredibly unique our Heavenly Father has created each of us to be. We are to receive and respond in love according to that uniqueness. Another important equipping tool specific to loving as Christ has empowered within us is life languages. If the body of Christ would relate to one another through the lens of the redemptive gifts found in Romans 12 verses 4 through 8 and identified through the life languages process, loving others as we love ourselves would look profoundly different. This generation needs to know, understand, and live through the redemptive gifts lens Teaching our children to love extravagantly can only come through intimate and personal encounters with the one who loves each of us extravagantly, spending time with him in his word and in his presence. Each child's lens for this life must be rooted and grounded in the love of the one who first loved us, the one who demonstrated his love in and through his son, Jesus Christ. Mankind has been invited to intimately know and be known by his amazing love and restoration. Every child deserves to be born, loved, nurtured, and protected, and to be trained up to walk in the very love that sent them to earth, to be an expression of the one who created and sent them. To conclude today's episode, I'm going to play a Holy Spirit-inspired, holistic frequency-infused instrumental piece from my The Children's Heart Cry album entitled Teach Me to Love. This piece is in 528 hertz, which is a frequency of miracles and transformation. For such a time as this, we need miracles. We need transformation. And they can only come through encountering the love of our Heavenly Father through the Son who demonstrated that love for everyone who would choose Him. Be abundantly blessed.